Welcome to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I'm your host, Penny Peterson. If you live with pelvic pain, you have landed in the exact right space you need to be in. I'm a yoga teacher that helps people get out of their head and into their body through yoga and holistic living so that they can take back their power as well as harness their own inner power to make a change in their life. Here you will learn from myself, other pelvic power experts and advocates on how you can support yourself on your journey and make the journey so much easier. Welcome. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I hope that you are having a fantastic day today. And if you are not, know that that's okay. I've had a rough freaking week and we're in it together because we got each other. So yay, go us. And who knows, maybe it will be an even more, maybe it will be a little bit more fantastic in an hour or two or tonight. You never know. So we're taking it one moment at a time. That's what we're doing today. Yay. Today, I thought we'd be talking about living the sweet period period life, living the sweet period life. Because after last week, I've gotten so much great feedback from the podcast episode with Laura. We were talking about harnessing the power of your menstrual cycle and just leaning into, yeah, leaning into that so that you can feel better, so that you can you know, work better, that you can work out better, that you can be a better version of yourself. So I thought we talk about living the sweet period life with me today. Because <laughs> I'm someone that also lives with lichen sclerosis and I get this question a lot. I get questions around period stuff a lot. So I thought we'd dive a little bit deeper into that today. But first, I want you to grab your tea If you don't have your tea yet, this is Tea Time with Penny. I got my tea. Again, we've spoken about this on the podcast before. Soulful Tea Blends love their teas. So they have four different teas that is made for cycle syncing. So throughout your menstrual cycle. So there's four different teas for four different phases. Today I am drinking the flow. So the flow is for when you're on your period. I'm on my fifth day on my period so my period is basically almost gone so yay go me (laughs) so grab your little tea make yourself comfortable first I thought I'd start with a story today story and tea time with Penny this is what we need I'm gonna set the vibe for this episode let me tell you about the first time when I got my period my first ever period Oh, it was a hoot. No, not really. (laughs) So me and my sister, we always used to spend time with my grandparents on my mom's side uh, every summer for about two weeks. And when I was, I think I was 12. Yeah, I was 12. So I was 12 and I was at my grandma's house and I love my grandma, but she's not the most... Hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? She's not very discreet. She's not very (laughs) understanding sometimes. And I was 12 years old. So all of a sudden, I started getting this spotting. I'm like, I can't remember. I've probably had a conversation with my mom about periods and stuff like that. That brings me into another story in my head, but we'll talk about that another day. But we've had probably a conversation about periods and what that means. However, so I started spotting and I was like, oh my God, is this my period? 
Yes, promo my period. Okay, great. So that one day, we were going to go to an amusement park, a really huge amusement park. If you've ever been to Sweden, if you've been to Gothenburg, you know about this amusement park. I think it's one of the biggest ones in the Nordic countries or something like that, or in Northern Europe. It's a great freaking amusement park. And I love, I love this park. <laughs> if you ever have the chance to go to it, go to it, especially during Christmas. Like, the Christmas market is just absolutely flipping amazing. Anyway, enough about the amusement park. So we're going to go there and we're going to meet up with my mom. And we get there. Before we get there, I don't really know what to do. I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't talk to my grandma about this. What am I going to say? So I'm like, I'm putting on a thong. Yes, a thong. And I shove it up as much as I can with a little piece of paper. And then I'm wearing light purple pants. So this is the this is my first interaction with a period. <laughs> and I shove this thong up and then we're at the amusement park throughout the day and I'm just like, you know, trying to gather the courage to tell my mom that I'm on my period. I was like super embarrassed, like I didn't know what to say and I felt like I never got a moment alone with her. My mom is going to listen to this episode and she's going to laugh so hard. Anyway, <laughs> So I remember we're walking down, I think we're on the way to the car afterwards. And by that time, like I've changed my paper so many times in my underwear and I've shoved that E-string further and further up my butt. <laughs> and I was, I was struggling, I was struggling. So we're walking to the car and me and my mom and my sister were walking ahead. And I'm just like, I whispered to her, I'm like, mom, I think I got my period. Like, I'm pretty sure I got my period. She's like, <gasps> That's so exciting. And she turns around and she yells at my grandparents. Hey, Penny or Pranilla, she got her periods. It's the first day of her period. And I was like, oh my God, I am so embarrassed. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Nothing more to it. I didn't get a party. I felt like I should be getting a party. I feel like everyone, when they get their period, isn't that a thing? You should have a little party. I feel like it should be a party. But... Anyway, she tells my grandma and we come home and my grandma, like, have in mind, she's probably like, I don't even know, this must have been, it's, tw wait, how old am I? <laughs> yeah, it's 21 years ago <laughs> since I got my period, so she, she must have been in her 60s, like, she didn't have her period, but she did have the teeniest, 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 teeniest tiny pan pads that you could find, the tiniest pads that you could find. They're like for discharge, like they're not even for periods. Like my period is just going through these teeny tiny pads and I'm like struggling, I'm embarrassed, you're awkward, you're 12 years old, you don't know what you're doing. <sighs> that was my first experience with a period. That was, that was a lot of fun, definitely. <laughs> so welcome to this episode where we're talking about periods today, all things periods, yay. First off, I've had the crappiest fucking week ever. So right now I'm going through a very tough time in my life and can you almost tell that I'm using jokes and laughter to deflect and it's it's kind of working. It's kind of working because I started doing this thing where like I have so many emotions inside of me and especially now when I've been on my period. I take about three to five minutes, feel all of the emotions, and then I either do breathwork practice or I tap 
and then I let it go. Because if I'm, if I give in to these emotions, holy shit, I will be lying in bed and I won't be doing anything. I'll be scrolling on TikTok feeling a lot worse than what I did earlier. So I have a lot of sadness going on within me right now. So to get me through the most of the day, we're using laughter <laughs> and just, you know, getting through it. So my mood has not been the best. It started right before my period. It was just horrible. This time around, it was not good. And I've been really working on feeling better in my luteal phase. But after everything that's been going on for the past couple months, I'm just like, there's, there's just too many things. So mood, energy has gone really, really down. And like we were saying in the podcast interview with Laura, your energy and your hormones, they fluctuate throughout your cycle. And right before your period, your luteal phase and your period, think of your luteal phase as your fall and then your period as your winter. But it's really hard, you know, to surrender to feeling all of the feelings, (laughs) everything that is going on within you and just you know, slowing down. It's really hard to slow down because you want to be able to present the same way every single day, but you can't. And that's really, really hard sometimes. It's hard to not show up, be the same version of yourself every single day. And trust me, I teach yoga classes like every week. Every week I teach yoga classes. I have a lot of regulars to come to my classes. And I'm just like, some, when I'm on my, when I'm uh, ovulating, I'm just like, yeah, let's do this. But right before my period, I'm just going to come out and say it. I struggle. Like I struggle. You know, you're feeling bloated. You're feeling low. You don't really have a lot of energy. So it's hard. (laughs) It's super hard not to be the same person all the time. But that's the thing. When you're starting to sync with your cycle, If you're meeting your body where it needs to be met, which I keep talking about all the freaking time, your cycle is going to be so much easier and your energy and your mood is going to be so much more level. You're going to feel a hell of a lot better and also accept where you are at in your cycle. So this time around during my period, I woke up last week and it was, I think it was a Thursday morning and I was about to teach two yoga classes and I was like, today is a fucking hard day. Today is a hard day. And the thing is, it's really hard for me to, to talk about this stuff because I'm feeling so vulnerable and I don't like to show myself as weak. And this brings me on to my next point. I woke up that Thursday not feeling good and I was like, okay, I need to do something. I need to do something. I don't want to feel this way. What can I do? Okay, I can see my osteopath. Mm, she doesn't have any appointments. Ooh, I could see my naturopath. Great. I can do some acupuncture and some Reiki with my naturopath. So I went there and she was saying to me, how about, you know, leaning on other people for a while? But I want to feel strong for other people. So it's hard for me to, you know, be weak in that sense. When I say weak, that's my inner demons. That's my ego telling me that I'm weak. But I just have such a hard time to, you know, to allow other people to support me. And it's been really hard for me, like, especially like my best friend. She's been there a lot for me for the past couple months. 
and like she makes me food and she <laughs> takes care of me I can come and stay there whenever I want to if I'm feeling lonely or if I'm feeling sad I can go stay with her but it's just hard to ask for support from other people and when I saw her on Friday she's like what if you ask for support and lean into the support from other people and that's when I said, that's when my Dean Men's came up. I said, I feel weak doing that. And I haven't even thought about that earlier. Like that was just something that came to me throughout this period. I'm like, clearly that is something that I need to work on. This is something that I need to work on. And I think it's interesting too, because when you go through your period or through your cycle and things are coming up for you, you're learning so many things about yourself. So when I was saying that I feel weak, I'm like, wait, who's that person? What just happened? Why did I just say that? And just learning to work with that. And that's where all this work comes in when it comes to yoga, tapping, breath work. Take that with you to your practice, work through it, tap through it, breathe through it, do whatever you need to support yourself so that you can feel better. Because feeling like shit is fucking shit. It's so fucking hard. It's super hard. So yeah, just meeting your body where it needs to be met so that you can feel a little bit better. And that's the thing, before your luteal phase or in your luteal phase, before your period, find the support that you need. I tend to always book a session with any kind of healer before my period so that I can feel a little bit better walking into my period. So I went to my naturopath on Friday, ended up getting my period on Friday night. And it was fucking hard. But at the same time, after seeing her, like she gave me so many pointers and tips and I realized a lot of things that is going on with my body and where my grief is set in my body and how that is affecting my mood and my physical body and my entire being. So it's just really, really interesting to learn those things about yourself. So support your body when it needs to be supported. Tea time. And that's also a thing, like, once you, when you start your period, take time to rest. If you need to take more time off work, do that. I swear, I feel like we're trying to change this. This is like something that is upsetting to me. We're always taught, like, we have to, you know, percent. We have to be a certain way. We have to show up. We have to hustle. We have to, you know, attend to what society wants us to do. And then you may be coming to work or to school and then you hear someone talk shit about someone because they're at home because ugh, they're on their period and they can't even come to work. When I hear stuff like that, first off, I applaud that person for taking some time off. Seriously, I feel like we sometimes need to take more time off during our period. And especially if you're cycle syncing, if you're tracking your cycle, if you know when your period's going to come, is there any way that you could take that day off? Take that day off, lie in bed, rest, sleep, listen to a podcast, whatever makes you feel good, listen to sad music, cry it out, I don't know, but take the time off. We're always demonizing people when they take time off for their period and I'm not just talking about having really bad period cramps like taking a day off because you just started your period I feel like there's power in that you're supporting your body when it needs to be supported it's during your winter take time to rest take time for yourself so just really start to slow down invite in more breath more breath <laughs> invite in more rest just do things 
that makes your body feel supported. I cannot repeat that enough, I feel like. And also, if you take your first day off on your period, stay home, free bleed. <laughs> that brings me on to the next topic. I'm someone that lives with lichen sclerosis, and I know that many of us live with lichen sclerosis. We struggle with finding, you know, menstrual products that will help us feel good throughout this part of our cycle. Maybe you're noticing that your LS is worse in some stages in your cycle. This is also why we should track our cycle. Know when your symptoms get worse, as your hormones fluctuate, but maybe you're struggling during your period. Maybe there's a lot of friction. Maybe you get a lot of tearing, a lot of itching. But the first day, maybe do some free bleeding. Free bleeding is where you lie down and you just have a towel underneath. And then you just, you know, go with the flow. <laughs> Pun intended. Just go with the flow. It feels really good. Like, it feels really, really good. When it comes to, like, menstrual products that I use, I often use a menstrual cup. So I use menstrual cup that is from Salt. Salt Co. S-A-A-L-T. So, like, salt, but with two A's. And they also donate um, menstrual products to third world countries. And they also have a really great menstrual cup that is made for people with pelvic pain. It's a very soft cup and it comes in two different sizes. So you know sometimes if you try to menstrual cup, you try different brands because some of them are like really, really rigid or really hard. Just find one that works for you. But I really like that one. I have two different kinds from Salt. One of them is from the pelvic pain like collection. And then I have a smaller one that's just from their normal collection. That is something that really works for me. And period underwear is something that I've started using. I can't really tell you a good brand yet. So I will keep you updated on that. If you have any input on that, I would love to know because I'm always looking to try new products. And especially when it comes to underwear because of my lichensclerosis. Because I need to find good underwear. Underwear that works well with my lichensclerosis. And when it comes to your reusable pads, I do love your, your uh, reusable pads. However, there's some fabric that my LS can't stand. So just looking at the different fabrics of the menstrual or the menstrual pads as well. Because some of them have like felt and felt. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not going near my vulva. That will hurt my vulva to the top. I do not like that. And if you're just looking because, let's face it, period underwear they're freaking expensive. They are really expensive. And if you are not in that part of your life where you can invest in that, like I looked at period underwear the other day, it was like three pairs for 150 bucks. <laughs> and a lot of people can't invest that. So looking at period care, like tampons or pads, one thing that I recommend, especially if you live with lichen sclerosis, because this can make such a huge difference, just that small little thing, go organic. I also know that that's a little bit more expensive, but your vulva's going to thank you so much for it. And when we're talking about period care, I know that we might not be able to invest 50 bucks per underwear <laughs> for period underwear. However, imagine how much money you will save in the long run on pads and tampons if you're buying something such as period cup, menstrual cup, or period underwear. Imagine how much money you would save on that. So maybe save up the money so that you can buy something that will last in the long run. And then also you're helping the environment at the same time. But if that's not possible for you, I do recommend going organic because that can make a world of difference. I often get that 
message those messages from people when they ask me what to do and they're like oh I don't want to invest in period underwear and I say go organic and they're like oh my god it's making such a huge difference for my life sclerosis and that's really great that's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. What else do I do around my period for my lichen sclerosis? One thing why I like using menstrual cups is because I can go without underwear. Right now I'm sitting in a white dress. Of course, it's always my white dress. And I have my menstrual cup in, but I can go without underwear so my vulva can still breathe. Because my vulva likes to be a little bit agitated. It's a little bit angry when I'm on my period. Just going naked as much as possible using good underwear. Also, when I use my menstrual cup, I can still use my cold packs or my private packs. And that really, really helps. Um, I like to massage the area a lot when I'm on my period. And also, I'm not just saying masturbating, but also go masturbate. But <laughs> massage the area. area. Also, masturbating can help with cramps. So that's definitely something that I recommend too if you have any cramps. Other things that I do, I use a cramp cream from Some Days. I love that cramp cream. I think it's flippin' fantastic and it smells really, really good. I use that cramp cream a couple of days before my period. And yeah, it works really well for me. And then of course, my heat pad. I love it. It's the best. And when it comes to, you know, going through your period, as I was saying, rest more. But also, this past week, I think I've been doing three breathwork sessions per week. <laughs> and I love breathwork because it can either fire me up or it can tell me that I need to take a nap, that I need to slow down, that I need to rest even more. Because breathwork really brings me back into my body when I feel like my thoughts are wandering off and I am just really really struggling breath work helps me to feel so much better so 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 much better and I have so many people that come to my yoga classes and they're just like oh doing yoga makes me feel like a completely different person like I come in I don't even want to go because I'm on my period and then I come in and then when I leave it's like mm, yes and I definitely agree when I was saying that earlier <laughs> with that I don't want to teach because I'm on my period and I'm feeling really low. It's such a huge difference to teach difference to teach a class and to do your own practice. I do I go to other yoga classes where I don't teach when I'm on my period. I do yin yoga or hatha yoga. I take it really down a notch because it really really helps when I'm on my period. It really helps with cramping, it helps with the mood, it helps just feeling better in your body. But yes, teaching and practicing are two completely different things. Being at the front of a class when it's 40 people in front of you, um, that feels pretty hard, especially when you don't even have the energy to get out of your bed yourself, and then you have to carry the energy for other people. This is what I mean. This is where we need to harness the power of our cycle so that we can feel better throughout the period and then, you know, present in a way that feels better to us. If you want to learn more about your menstrual cycle and how you can sync with your cycle and just track your cycle so that you can feel a lot better. There are two books that I can really recommend. One is called, let me check here. I have it in my, my little shelf. One is called, I'm still reading this book. This is a heavy book. The fifth vital sign. So the fifth vital sign, master your cycles and optimize your fertility. So this is 
basically talking about fertility a lot, but there's so much data in here and they're talking a lot about cervical mucus and things like that. And also like what is happening in your body when it comes to your hormones. And it's a really, really great book, but it's also very heavy. But if you're into, you know, research and like getting into the nitty gritty, it's a great book. I'm just halfway through the book, but I really enjoy it. And then also I would recommend, so The Fifth Vital Sign is by Lisa Hendricks, Hendrickson Jack. Lisa Hendrickson Jack. I will link that in the show notes too. And then we have In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. And I absolutely love that freaking book. So she, she talks a lot more about working out, how to work out for your body throughout your menstrual cycle, how to eat and how to support your hormones. And just, she talks a lot about PCOS. And I think there's some talk about endometriosis and things like that. And it's just really interesting to me. And seeing that I have a nutritional background, I really, really enjoy that book. She also has an app. I think that app is called Flow, where you can track your cycle and then you can buy a membership and it will also tell you, like, it will tell you, this is what you can eat today to support your cycle. So for example, during your period, you can eat a lot of beets. I got some beets in my fridge. (laughs) You can eat a lot of beets, for example, or when to do your seed cycling and things like that. It's, It's absolutely fantastic. And then Instagram accounts uh, that I follow, of course, in the flow, Alyssa Vitti, really good. I follow um, Soulful, I think, I can't remember, the girl that does the Soulful tea blends, her name is Ashley, and her account is called Soulful support no I can't remember I will link that in the show notes as well and then menstruation queen also really great one I love those accounts absolutely freaking fantastic for anyone that follows me for anyone that follows me on Instagram you guys definitely know when I'm on my period like I just become this introvert I barely post anything I just become very quiet you definitely know where I'm in my cycle. You can tell for sure. Especially if you've been around for a while, you can be like, she's ovulating this week because she's feeling herself. That is actually true. So what are you working on right now? What are you working on this week? Will you be working on anything when it comes to your menstrual cycle? How you can support yourself, your body throughout your period? What are you working on this week? I would love to know. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to send me a DM. I'd love to hear what you're working on right now. What am I working on right now? As I'm saying, my mood has been fucking shit. (laughs) So I'm working on keeping my mood stable, slowing down, waiting for that energy upness. There's a a word for that. Energy search, search, search. I'm waiting for my energy to go up and it's slowly going up. But, you know, it's just taking a little bit longer this time. So that is what I'm working on right now. I'm just waiting, waiting for my energy to go up. I hope that you have a fantastic week and that you are supporting your beautiful self, your beautiful body. And feel free to hit me up on Instagram. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what your takeaways were from this episode. And I will see you again next week. Hey, if you love this episode, feel free to leave a five-star review on your podcast app and feel free to share it with someone that really needs to hear this today. Who knows? Maybe you will make their day 
their life a little bit easier.